welcome to the One Pound More podcast with me, Dawn Heels. Hi everyone and welcome back to another Dawn's Dilemmas, Dawn's Money Dilemmas. So as I explained before, I asked you on Instagram to send me across some of your money dilemmas and it could be in relation to anything. It doesn't have to be something that's, you know, deadly serious. It could be anything, relationships, friends, work, whatever. As always, this is not me giving financial advice. If you do require qualified advice, please seek a financial advisor. That's what I've done in the past. But this is for me to kind of give my own opinion, my own stance. Perhaps I've gone through something and I can kind of share my story this is all it is. It's just a kind of guidance. So, you know, see what your girl has done <laughs> in this situation. So today, the question that came through, oh, and I'll backtrack a little bit just to say, if you want to get involved, if you've got a money dilemma, then hit me up on Instagram. My DMs are open. Look for me. It is dawn underscore heels. I am not going to come on here and say, Sally Ann from London has asked me this question. It's anonymous. It's private and confidential. I will just read out the question and that is it. So, right, <laughs> this, this week's money dilemma. Are cars really money draining? So that's, are cars really money draining? Which is quite an interesting question. I'm assuming from the point of view of buying a car, whether it's new, part new, whatever, and using finance and things like that, so everybody knows, and most people are of the same opinion as myself, is that, you know, cars depreciate. And for myself personally, I'm going to say this now, but, you know, never say never, but <laughs> I personally would never buy a brand new car for a couple of reasons. So first of all, the pure fact of the matter is, is once you take it off the forecourt, your car depreciates. You can never sell a car so I've let's say if I bought a car today, 2020 plate, for 50 grand, I will never be able to sell that car for more than 50 grand. Cars depreciate standardly, and that's that. So it's a depreciation on what I've paid. So for me, I'm crying at that bank account already. And secondly, I know what I'm like with my driving. My driving's all right, but I'm one of them ones where if I, I don't know, I can scuff a wheel, I can scuff a rim, I can do this. So I'm not too good. With brand new cars, I just wouldn't trust myself. I say never say never because there may be a day that I'm just like, do you know what? I want a brand new car, so let me go and buy it. So, you know, each to their own. I don't ever sort of turn up my nose at what people want to do. It's up to them and, you know, it depends on their financial situation. But I have never personally wanted to buy a brand new car I'm not saying I've seen brand new cars and be like oh, no I've seen beautiful brand new cars and cars that I would personally have but I just don't trust myself with them and I think because yeah I'm of that mentality that I can never resell it and get more money than I paid I just I just can't I can't do it to myself <laughs> I can't do it to myself but the whole question of are cars really money draining I mean you buy a car and you know that obviously especially in the UK you have to get it serviced for it to obviously run properly so that's the upkeep of the car we know that each and every year we have to take the car for MOT to ensure that it's roadworthy here on the mean streets of the UK 
you've got to get the road tax for it. So that's either six months or a year, however you want to pay for it, however you can financially, you know, work fell out, six or 12 months, you've got to pay for that. There is then car insurance that you have to pay. And the car insurance depends on a lot of factors, where you live, what type of car you drive, where you keep the car overnight, what you're using the car for, all these factors. So, and as we know, car insurance these days are very expensive due to the fact that, you know, we went through a period where lots of people were faking car accidents so they can get compensation and, you know, personal injury claims are going up the roof just so people can get a quick buck. So, you know, times like now, car insurance prices are just ridiculously high. So those are the things that you're paying off the back that you have to pay for each year, notwithstanding the fact that if your car breaks down, you're going to have to go and take that to a garage for it to be repaired. You've got little bits that you've got to buy, like your oil, your coolant. Boy, I've had to be, <laughs> I had coolant issues in my car of late. So all of those things you've got to be buying, you know, the little upkeeps and stuff. If the bulb goes in the car, you've got to go fix it. So is it money draining well, I guess if you were looking at all of those things as a clump, you would say, well, yes, it is. But if you need a car, you need a car. And it's just fact that you're going to have to pay for these things. And of course, as something gets older, you are going to encounter issues and you have to then rectify those issues. Or even if you're not having issues, you will have to go and get your car serviced to ensure that things are running accordingly and to keep you safe first and foremost. That's the whole point. The whole point of doing all of these things whether it's your tax, your insurance, your service, your oil, your whatever, it's to keep you safe on the roads. So I personally, I use my car for traveling to work, not now because I am working from home full time, but I was traveling to work every day, a distance as well. And I was traveling to the city all the time. A lot of my friends live there and that's where I was going, obviously where I live as well, I'm traveling around, it helps me do my shopping, see friends, whatever it is. My car, I feel like, is so important to me, like it really is, and I don't know if any of you have ever had a period where for a day or so, perhaps because something's happened to it, you've, you haven't been able to use your car, you really do feel it. So I know that if I don't have possession of my car for whatever reason, I do feel it. So for me, the way it gets me from A to B safely whenever I want to and I feel that sense of freedom I personally don't think it's money draining I have made that decision to get the car because I need it for certain things in my life and with that again I you know in my mind my money mindset my money management I know that each year there is a rough amount that I have to spend standardly but I also know that I will have to pay out for other things for instance of late with my car so the last time I was really using my car day in, day out was March. So just before lockdown. So I was going to work all the time, weekends, you know, you hear there everywhere all the time. And my car was running fine. Lockdown came. The only real time I was using my car was to do the shopping. So if I was doing my bulk loads during lockdown, that is the only time I was doing it because I couldn't go and see anybody or whatever. Now, when the lockdown restrictions eased, and we became comfortable with seeing people, I was like, hey, I'm back in my car, I'm off to London, like, it's my stomping ground, I'm off. My car got me to London, but my car didn't get me back to Berkshire, it did not get me back to Berkshire, I had um, a major issue with 
what was it? It was like the water tank and the coolant and the this and the that. And what had happened was my mechanic said, and I've, again, I think if you get a car and you're talking about money drainage, get a mechanic and stick with that mechanic because there are people that obviously like to rip you off. So if you're going here, there, everywhere, they'll be like, oh, see that person. Now we're going to charge you on arm and leg. Now I'm very lucky. One of my best friends, her brother is a mechanic and he deals with all the cars in the household. So, you know, I trust him. I've known him since, you know, day. So it's fine. I know he's not going to rip me off. Um, but yeah, he said to me that because people weren't driving their cars consistently, as soon as they took it out for a long journey, something went on the car. So my car, for the sort of two long journeys that it's been on since lockdown, I kid you not, it's had to go to the mechanics. <laughs> it's been in. And I remember sitting here thinking, I have literally just paid on one hand £200 to fix this whole thing plus I had an AA cost and then I had to go in I swear to you about two weeks later to rectify something else that had gone wrong due to the fact that I hadn't taken this car out so in that respect I was sat in my house thinking this car is draining me and then I was like oh my god is it starting to break down does this mean I need to go and fork out on another car because I don't want to keep paying out for this that and the other but then I was like on the other hand I'm not really going anywhere at this moment in time and it doesn't warrant me paying out thousands upon thousands of pounds for a new car and if anybody knows me they know that although I like nice cars do not get me wrong I love a nice car I don't like that whole I have to go car searching and then I have to pay like I hate it I had my old car for such a long time because I couldn't be bothered to go car shopping and I didn't want to then split out because my mind was saying this is not an investment, this is just something to have. But then I needed it, I needed it for work, I needed it for this, I needed it for that, so it's fine. So, yes, I sat here in this house thinking, this car's draining my money, but I can't have, essentially, a dead car on my driveway because I do need that at some point. I do need it, I do need to see friends and family and go and get my shopping and just have that sense of freedom sat there. Some people will say, well, you're probably wasting on car insurance and this and that because you're not using it as much now. Well, I've spoken about this on Instagram where you can actually get refunds for part of your car insurance because your circumstances now have changed. So, for instance, you would call up your car insurer and you would say, okay, in the first instance I was saying to you I was doing 10,000 miles a day, but now I'm at home, I'm not even doing 1,000 miles, not 10,000 miles a day, what am I talking about? 10,000 pounds, 10,000 pounds, I've got money on my brain now, 10,000 miles per annum, so per year. So essentially I was saying in the first instance, yes, I do up to 10,000 miles per year, but now I'll be turning around to my car insurance and saying, well, listen, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not even doing 1,000 miles a year. You know, so you would reduce things like that. Okay, where is the car for most of the day? Well, the car is sat at home and I can see the car. So again, it's not you on the road going to work. I no longer am traveling for work. It's more social and domestic pleasure. So again, you can change the car insurance. And what I did was to do that and I got part refund on my car insurance. So things like that, you can change. So the money's not being drained out, you're not paying a high insurance because you're not using it for the, for the reasons why you stated in the first place. I personally don't think a car is draining and that's only because I 
need it for certain things and that's the whole purpose and the reason why I bought it in the first place. If you're buying a car just to have a car and you know that you're not going to be using it and it's just sat there looking pretty, then of course that car is draining because you have to pay for all the different things and you're not using it. So it depends on your situation. Why is it that you need the car? How often are you going to be using the car? Yes, I know it's COVID at the moment, but you know, think back to when you were working. And if it works out that, yeah, you know, I can quantify the cost. I can see, right, it's going here, it's going there. This is why I need to pay up for this and that and the other. Then, of course, then you get a car. And again, you buying a car doesn't mean you need to go and buy a Ferrari. You know, you get a car that, well, you know, I always say to people, get a car that you like. There's no point in in getting something that you really don't like. But essentially, you just need a car to get you from A to B. So if this was your first ever car, that you're getting, you're thinking, oh, is it money draining? Then get something that's economical. You know, obviously it looks nice to you, but it's economical to run. You know, like I said, you don't need to be splashing the cash and getting a Ferrari in the first instance when you actually don't need that. So you can be sensible with your choice of car. And there's lots of different websites that can help you out with that. And that's something that, you know, I've done before uh, when looking at cars, just like, okay, well, how much would a, you know, a tank of petrol cost? And how much is it roughly to insure and things like that so then at least I can look at my finances and think well yeah I can afford that Ferrari that costs I don't know a hundred pounds to fill up the the tank of petrol or whatever do you get what I mean so yeah it's all about that it's all about breaking it down chunking it down doing a little bit of research and then if you really need it go for it if you really don't and you can rely on public transport or your legs or somebody else in your household drives and they don't mind driving around then cool but it's just your own personal circumstances. So I hope that was helpful. <laughs> Always break down things, guys. Always break down what it is that you need something for and then look at your own finances and see, you know, at the end of the month, that's why I think it's very important to do the 50, 30, 20% splits at the end of the month because you will then be able to see, oh, at the end of each month, I have a spare 200 pounds so I know that the 200 pounds could allow me to run a car if I was to get one you know just do a little little exercise like that so I hope that was helpful guys and I hope you enjoyed that money dilemma as always you can follow me on instagram at dawn underscore heels and the one pound more podcast has its own page so do follow that as well to keep up to date And I will see you on the next episode of One Pound More. Take care.